State Shifters Podcast, Episode 7, Creating the Life You Want. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast. Welcome back, guys. State Shifters, Episode 7. Today, we've got a discussion around uh, manifestation, creation, and visualization. So, these are real conversations about how can you transcend the mind and create the life you want. Uh, so for many people, uh, you've probably heard of the whole law of attraction idea. Uh, this is something we're going to dig a little bit deeper on, really s- get below the surface of what this all really means. What is manifestation? Can it be done? If so, how? So Josh and I are going to be talking about the idea of separation between spiritual energy and mental and physical energy. We're going to talk about things like how to tap into the quantum field of infinite energy. And Josh mentions quite rightly that the quantum field of infinite energy is only available in the present moment. And most people cut themselves off from that because their energy is being sucked out by thinking about past and future. And I I touch on how I use my meditation practice to tap into this infinite field, this quantum world that's beyond the five senses, which when you access it, you get insane amounts of energy that you can then use to cultivate emotional states which then by the law of attraction will attract back the emotional state that you want so for example if you want abundance in your life abundance of love abundance of money you must cultivate the emotional state of that so you must live your life in the state of abundance as if you had the thing that you want so enjoy this episode it's a great one and I'm sure you're going to take a lot away from it. Collins, how are you going, mate? Welcome back. We've got our podcast episode number seven here. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, buddy. Good to hear from you again. Yeah, we've Excited uh, to uh, have a chat. Yes, yeah, same ways, mate. It's been a few weeks since our last chat, so why don't you give people a little bit of an update on what's going on in your life over in Sydney? Oh, mate. Uh, not too much, to be fair. Um, just cruising on with work. It's getting a little bit cooler now, but the humidity's still up around, yeah, up around sixty, seventy. But uh, yeah, not too much. Housemates headed back to Perth, so I've got the house to myself, which is always nice. Beautiful. That's uh, yeah, man, just relaxing. Long weekend, Easter long weekend here at the moment. Yes, happy Easter, man. Same for you. Happy yeah. Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just nice to have a few extra days for to sure. uh, relax. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. How about yourself, man? Yeah, it's going well out here. We we uh, weather's warming up slowly. It's uh. We're actually in spring, but it doesn't feel like spring. It's still very cold, but going well, going good. Yeah, working hard and loving life, mate, in Canada. Uh, so Fantastic. today, today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, creating the life you want or you could call it manifesting or visualizing things into your life. Uh, you know, what, what, how would you describe like creating, creating your life? How would you word that? People call manif- manifestation. Like yeah, what's it like? do you yeah. like that word? Um, yeah, I do, but I feel, I, feel, I, t- I feel like it gets it tends to get you know, um, it's a bit it's a bit bit jovial, you know. What I mean, it doesn't yeah. really doesn't really mean anything until you kind of experience it. So I don't yeah. know, maybe just I I kind of I kind of just see it as uh, keeping the flow of energy alive, you know. Yeah. Just Co- like, co-creation, yeah. co-creation. Like, yeah, that's you know. it. Yeah, it's, manifestation is probably a good way of putting. You can call it law of attraction as well, that same sort yeah. of thing. 
but you know, I want to talk about it today because I've particularly been interested in you know the process of changing your your state. You know, that's the whole idea behind state shifters is transforming your your current state of being. So to me, transforming your current state of being means a shift in energy. You raise your energy up to a, a a new level of being, and then that then attracts things into your life that are are vibrating at that same frequency. So you can call that manifestation. You can call it a change in energy. You can call it a state shift. Uh, but it the bottom line is it, is it works because I've witnessed it firsthand in my life numerous times, and it's constantly happening. Uh, what about you, mate? What is there any examples where you have witnessed firsthand? Uh, perhaps visualize something that you want or you sent an intention out into the, you know, the universe or whatever you, God, whatever you prefer to call it, a higher entity, and you have then received what you asked for? Um, yeah, mate, plenty of times. <laughs> um, probably every day if you look for it. Um, but I think I learned that, I learned that probably at a young age from, from mum. Um, very, uh, very. She was something she liked to talk about a lot was the power of manifestation and bringing anything, bringing it like yeah, anything you need into your life. Um, I can't think. I'm trying to think of a specific example off the top of my head, but I think, I think, um, it's a very. I think it's a very hard thing to understand mm. um, how it how it works. I know you like to you like to go off of the like the scientific like the quantum type thing that, that gets that gets talked about yeah um, but i think it's 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 literally piggybacking off everything else that we've been talking about it's it's that once you transcend the mind to that space that's just pure energy it's it's just literally a circle of a circle of of give and take mm. and there's no blockages that you get on the day to day of your life when you're when you're when you're in the mind, it's just sending out an intention and literally leaving it there, and then letting it manifest physically. I I kind of I don't do you did you do physics back in school because that's the the way I like to look at it is the um the law of conservation of energy, which is what I learned back in high school, and is that the energy cannot be created or destroyed, only transformed. And transferred, which I always find like is I think that's that's how you like to look at it on the quantum field. Mm. But the difference is I think people separate physical energy with the spiritual or mental energy, when in reality it's one massive pool of energy all circulating at once. So technically, mental and, and spiritual energy can be manifested physically. It's just a different form. It's not being created or destroyed. It's just being transferred. And I think the key is just to tap into that field as much as possible. And the key for me to get there is by is by reducing the thoughts and getting to getting to that that space of just no no mind. Because mm. um, as soon as you leave something there, as soon as you leave an intention, um, it just seems to, it just seems to come up, man. It just seems to come up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've experienced it plenty of times in your life. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes I I like how you said at the start. It's just a matter of noticing. You kind of have to become more aware of the coincidences that occur when you make that shift or you start to tap into that universal energy. 
because yeah, mm. like you said, it's happening all the time. But you, when you're not aware, you you just call it. Uh, you just call it. Oh, that that's just that's just what happens. You know, that's just a coincidence in life. But sometimes, <laughs> yeah, it's not. There's something. There's something deeper going on there, isn't it? Um, for me, for yeah. me, you know, meditation was is big because I really, really when I meditate because I meditate for an hour and I experimented with two hours of meditation for a couple of weeks uh, just to see what it was like, you know, like and then meditation for me is just tapping into that that energy that you speak about, going beyond the mind and connecting with a higher energy. Um, and I noticed when I did that, man, in my day, I had like profound levels of just energy. I didn't need to drink coffee. Like I didn't, coffee was gone. I didn't need it. Uh, it I could have like five hours of sleep and then I would meditate for an hour and feel like I've had a, like eight hours. I just feel so refreshed and and clear-headed. It's like this insane amount of clarity and creativity that I was able to access because yeah. the longer you meditate, the longer you connect with that higher energy, the more you have to then bring into the world and then co-create. So. I, I think um, I think it's a good point you raise on um, on consequent on um, coincidences. Mm. I think I was one of one of my favorite writers on this topic is Deepak Chopra. Yeah. And he he speaks a lot because his background's in science, so he speaks a lot about the quantum field. But he he breaks it down to three very simple criteria for attracting stuff into your life. Mm. And the first one is acceptance of the current moment, and that has that has everything to do with coincidences, because by accepting the current moment as it is you're accepting every previous moment that's ever existed as well. And um it's yeah, it's it's uh, I think it's it's a pretty powerful a pretty powerful tool um just to say in every moment this moment is as it is because it's meant to be. And it stops all resistance to the current moment. I I think I, I saw this on I was thinking this the other day, the other morning. Mm. Um do you still catch the train to work? Uh, I am now. Yep. I'm back on the, I'm back, back on, on the, the train. train. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it's such a, it's such a, a poignant, uh, example of this, right? You, I hop on the train and I, I think you've talked to, you've spoke to me about this before trying to use that as a meditation, mm-hmm. you know, no, no devices, just kind of focusing on whatever's yeah. happening. Yeah. And you look around, man, and I just think how many people are actually here right now? Wow. Uh, they're physically, they're physically here, but how many are mentally mm-hmm. right here? And I just look and I can see I can see someone on the train who's already at work. And I can see someone who's <laughs> who's already at Friday afternoon. And I can see someone who's already on their next holiday, you know? And I don't see anyone who's actually right there. And to me that signifies resistance to the current moment. It's saying this this point right now on this train is not as good as where I am mentally. And that's that that is that is non acceptance of the current moment because you're saying where I'm where where I'm going or where I want to be is better than what I am right now or what I have or where I am right now. And that creates a a, a block of energy flowing right now because if if energy if the if the universal energy is, is accessed through the now and through the through the moment, then denying the moment blocks off all that energy. And that, to me, is one of the biggest is one of the biggest lessons is just learning to accept the present moment, 
however it is, all of a sudden you start noticing those so-called uh, the coincidences. And you think, well, maybe they're not coincidences anymore. Mm. I just wasn't aware of them. Because every single decision that everyone's made and that I've made has led me to this exact moment. So how can it not be how can it not be perfect the way it is, you know what I mean? <laughs> Mate, I absolutely love that. That's so cool. Like because it's true. You know, I you, you do. If you're present enough on a on a train ride or a public transport, you do see that everyone's just distracted by like devices or like constantly uh thinking about something they've they've gotta do or something that's happened in the past. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's powerful. Like, I feel like that's if that if I could give one tip to someone who wants to try and bring more presence into their life is use that use that as a as a little like practice to kind of step back and be an observer when you're on public transport, where you're walking somewhere, you're walking to work. I, we spoke about this in the last podcast. Was using stages in your day as like techniques or triggers to enter a state of presence um, because. Mm. If you don't, yeah, like it's very easy to slip into just like conditioned behavior patterns and unconscious thinking patterns, which, like you said, blocks the flow, restricts the you you, you become uh, an autopilot that you just repeat the same thoughts and behaviors over and over again each day, and you restrict yeah. re, you cut off your own ability to create from that universal energy that I've that we spoke about. Uh, so, yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a really good. Uh, example of how people are missing people are missing out on this opportunity. So, like for you, it was you, you bring more presence into your life through day to day activities? Do you use meditation as well? Um, I don't. I don't use it in the in the in the common form of meditation, like sitting down for a, mm. sitting down for a period of time, being quiet. I like to. I think we've often spoken about meditation on the senses or something like that. Mm. Um, I like to. I like to be. I like to meditate whilst I'm, whilst I'm walking around, whilst I'm doing things. Um, I don't, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see why, I don't see why that can't be, yeah, that that can't be accessed just as easily. I mean, perhaps, perhaps it, you may need to use traditional meditation to quieten the mind before you do that. Mm. But man, I just, yeah, I just, I kind of just walk around, look, you know, in in wonder at uh, how fascinating the world is, you know, and that to me is. By yeah, by just just honestly, just by accepting the current moment exactly as it is, you just feel peace, man. It just runs through you, mm. and that is that peace is the energy. You can just feel it. It's like nothing, nothing worries you anymore. That's the goal for me. True. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. point because I guess like you don't, you know, people need to understand. You know, people are same as me. I'm. We all want want things in life. We all want to live and create certain things and manifest things into our lives. But I don't know the minute you start to look to a future event or place or thing or person, and, and you're looking to create that situation or scenario into your life, but you lose sight of your connection to the moment. You're then putting your happiness on an ex on a something in a, in the future, correct? Which you are saying you, you just focus on the present moment. You don't really worry too much about creating or manifesting anything. So would you say manifestation, we call it manifestation or creation or attraction, is that just something that you can use as an extra tool once you figure out that the present moment has everything you need? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose, I suppose, uh, I suppose it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I suppose it is. I, I for me, for me, the manifestation doesn't work unless you accept the present moment. Sure. Like it, it's yeah, it's an it's an add on. It's an add on to the to to being a happier person in the now. You know, in the, in the present moment. Once you have that, then it's just about saying, uh, I'm happy with what I have, but. There's no, there's no there's no harm in in um, looking to looking to have additional things whether it's manifesting for material gain whether it's manifesting the job that you want we still have to in the Western world we still have to have a job uh, earn a living we still have to we still have to own material things so it's not it's not saying that those things aren't necessary but it's just it's just about being aware that even though I can manifest all of these things that I want. Mm. Uh, they may not bring me any additional happiness, um, but they're nice to have. You know, sure. Live in a world of live in a world of of uh, amazing things, man. Mm. You attract as many things as you can into your life. I think I think the other thing for me it's, it's for me the, like the energy, the energy is um, that that idea of energy is a really clear vision of of how to of how to manifest things into your life. One is, I think, acceptance of the present moment. The other one is, um, kind of like a defenseless, defenselessness. I think the feeling of this feeling of defenselessness. So I think attachment to that identity that we have of who we are wastes a lot of energy. Mm. I think people waste a lot of energy trying to uphold the image of themselves. And I think by bringing in some form of some form of defenselessness against against you know ex- external things trying to tell you who you are, what to do, just saying that, that that's okay. Like you can you can think of me or however you want. I'm not going to react. I'm not going to I'm not going to try and defend myself or my personality or my identity because I think a majority of people's energy gets wasted on trying to uphold the ego. Um, so for me, if you can reduce the energy expenditure on upholding the ego and resisting the present moment, all of a sudden you have this abundance of energy that you can tap into at any time to manifest whatever you want. Um, I think the, I think what I've spoken with you before is the importance of um, intention being desire without attachment to the result. I think that's that's the key to manifestation is is putting that intention out there into that field of energy, but then not having any attachment to get, to actually getting it. I think that's the hard thing. Mm. But that's based on the fact that you know that thing's not going to bring you any additional happiness. Yeah. Because if your happiness wasn't attached to it, then you wouldn't be bothered about losing it. Yeah, this- I think that's a really but that's the tough thing to that's the tough thing to 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 try and put into action. Oh, for sure. Like I, so there's an, the books I've been reading recently by an author. I mentioned it to you last time we had a chat. His name is Joe Dispenza, and he talks about uh, you could call it manifestation, but he just talks about it from, from back to the quantum level. Um, he calls it tapping into the quantum field. So when you meditate, meditate and you access that high energy, it's the quantum field. Uh, so when you tap into that, you then have access to you know, you change uh, your co- co- coherent state between your thoughts and your feelings. So, for example, like this manifest, this manifesting that we're talking about, 
you cannot simply create visually in your head a thought of what you want without matching it with the desired emotion or the desired energy. So to get clear on that is if you want to create something, you have to match thought with feeling or emotion. Otherwise, it won't work. So basically, the quote, the quote he says here is, the quantum field responds to not what we want, it responds to who we are being. So the way I see that is, as the way he describes it, if you want to attract money into your life or if you want to become rich, you need to embody the emotional state of being rich. So you need to figure out how would you feel if I had all the money in the world? What emotional state would that, would that, would that incorporate? And then you must live your day from that place. So same thing with, with love. If you want to attract love into your life, how would I feel when I attract that person who makes me feel whole and complete and then live each day from that emotional state? So it's raising your energy. It's raising your vibration. Mm. I find that I find that I find that interesting that it's mm. like a. Is I, I agree, but I think there's a, there's a differentiation between how you how how the how the mind feels when it's rich, mm. which is usually fearful. Mm. Opposed to, opposed to, your fundamental being. There's no difference in feeling from now to when you would be rich. So yeah. technically, you already are. That's that's true. Very true. Uh, yeah, I think by bringing by bringing yourself, you know, when you say when you meditate, when you when you try to bring yourself out of the mind, because the because from my from my dealing with people who want more money on the level of the mind, one, it's never enough, and two, once they have it, they're fearful of losing it. Mm. It's like the analogy of when you're playing King of the Hill as a kid and you get to the top of the mountain, but you're never, you're never satisfied because everyone else is trying to rip you down. Hmm. Uh, so so I, find that, I, find that, I find that a good analogy because when you're, when you're in that moment of presence, you're automatically rich because you're, you're completely fulfilled with the current moment. And that feeling is the feeling of being rich. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Because you have everything you could ever want, which is the which is the the worldly equivalent to having as much money as you could have. Yeah. So that's so automatically automatically you're culminating you're culminating in your life already. Yeah, man. That's so that's that's the primary like we could call it caveat that comes with manifesting. It's it's ultimately not going to make you happy unless you realize that you have everything you need now. That's 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 the thing mm-hmm. that people need to understand. And once you once you work that out, then as I said before, you can just play around with, you know, changing your energy and creating things in your life and enjoying life. You know, you, it's it's totally okay to to create money, bring lots of money into your life, and to travel and experience wonderful things. But as long as you know that that's not where my happiness is 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 relied relied upon, because mm. it, it can be in the present moment is is. A connection to something eternal that you always have access to, then you can manifest free, free of the the risk of getting what you want and then realizing that I'm still unhappy. So if I, if if someone mm. is listening and they're you know they're unhappy with where they are or they're looking forward to a future event or they want to create something, they want to say they want to create some more money so that they they can take this cool holiday they want to go on or they want to you know for me from my um, perspective it was 
I didn't like my job, so I wanted to get out of this situation and get into the net, create something that was more in alignment with what I thought was going to make me happy. If someone's stuck in that position, they just want to like get to that next next phase. They not they want to manifest something that's going to make them happier because what they have now is not is not satisfying with them. What can they do? Like what? How do you like? How do you figure that out? You know, how do you figure out that the present moment is everything? It's I've got it all here. Yeah, that's that's a. I think I think that's tough. Mm. I think um. But for me, like if if someone if someone was just wanting to be, if, so if someone just wanted to earn money, they just wanted to be wealthy, so that, and they thought that wealth, that wealth would is the key to happiness. Mm-hmm. To me, like the world has created a scenario for you to be able to do that. Mm. You can go to work for an accounting firm, like like you did. You could work twelve hours a day. You could talk to the right people. You could make. You could you could do deals. You could network however you wanted to. There's a formula. There's a formula for becoming rich in the world. Mm. It, you know, know the right people, do work as much as you can, and eventually you'll get it. To me, that that is that is a that is a route that brings you a lot of unhappiness because you're current. You're all. You're always resisting the moment you're in, looking for a future. Um, as I look at the other way is to feel rich every day mm. in the moment you're in. And for me, it's just, it's like, I, I like to bring it back to, I like to bring it back to being, to being logical. I mean, what's the reason most people look, look for, towards spirituality in the first place? It's because they're, they're, they feel unhappy in some form of way in their life. Um, and I think like this, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's tough just to go, okay, yeah, you have, you have everything you want right now. Like, be happy. Yeah. For me, it's more like, well, why are all these thoughts in my head making me upset? Why is there so much? Why is there so much drama in my life? Why? Why does every job I get seem to not work for me? And for me, the ultimate conclusion that I came to, and I think you, most people will come to if they if they question themselves, is that the external is a reflection of the internal. And that if there's drama going on in your mind and you're resistant to the current moment, the moment will be resistant towards you. And if you don't want to have that anymore, you need to kind of take that that leap of faith, man. You need to mm. you need to you need to go into the, the unknown as you like to yeah. you like to say. Yeah. Because it's the only way you're gonna get out of it. It's just by saying this moment is is as it is because every single moment that has ever been has been the way it's been. So to deny right now is to deny my entire life. Mm. And how can I do that? To deny someone else's current moment is to deny their entire life. The Buddhists call it dependent arising. The fact that something arises dependent upon every other thing that's ever happened. And that's the connection that we that we ultimately share. So to deny this current moment is literally to deny the entire universe, and that blocks you off from everything. Man, that absolutely blocks you off from everything. That was that was the big that was the big thing for me is to realize how can I deny this moment? Like how can I how can I be like oh I don't want to be here I'm resisting right now. For me to resist right now is literally just to say everything in the everything that's ever happened is has happened incorrect. 
which is ludicrous. You know, which is which is a which is a crazy thought to have. Yeah, and that for me was the the big turning point. Mm. I see, yeah, I, I, it's really it's really powerful to hear that because you know once you take the leap of faith as you as you brought up, uh, the leap of faith doesn't. It's a process that once you begin, you you never go back from, uh, and it's something that I feel uh, can can really change the way you see uh, the world because you when you when you're living from the world from a from a mental fully mind based uh, perspective, your creation possibilities are so limited. Uh, this is this is this is one thing that like, I I believe in so fully now is that is nothing is impossible, absolutely nothing. Um, if you want if you want to create something in this world, like you said, there's every opportunity for you to create it. You can cre- you can pull ideas from the from this quantum field, and then and then bring that into you can create everything that we see is is come from that quantum field. So, like the creation possibilities are infinite, infinite, and they continue to they continue to will. Uh, the, you know, the human race is going to continue to create things that we we would have thought that were impossible now. So, I I just want people to believe that like nothing's impossible. You know what I mean? Like the mind likes to create limits on things, but when you take the leap of faith, there's you tap into an infinite field of possibilities that you know, it it instills a new a new level of energy from within. So, what about like when people say like write your goals down, goal setting, setting intentions, stuff like that. If someone's you know writing goals down, they're working towards something. Does the act of writing in goals down does that speed up the process of creation or like? How do you, you know, is it, obviously thought is energy. So when you're thinking these thoughts, you're thinking about your goals, you're creating an energy that you're then putting out into the world um, mm. that is then attracting back the same thing. But if you write your goals down on a daily basis, how do you think that contributes to speeding up creation? Yeah, no, I think, I think mm. it, can only, it can only help. I think you're, you're exactly right. Thoughts, thoughts are energy. That's, mm. And that's, that's like, uh, I think that's what people, that's what people struggle to understand. Mm. Thoughts are energy just as much as my arm can move in physical energy. You know? mm-hmm. It's just a different form of energy. Um, but yeah, I think I think yeah, writing them down as often as you can um, can definitely help because it's a it's a it's just it's constantly there. Um, to me, I think if people look hard enough, they'll realize even if they haven't already set goals, or even if they haven't even if they don't. They don't they kind of believe in this manifestation. If they look hard enough, they'll see that they're already manifesting exactly what they're thinking. True. Regardless if it's positive or negative, you attract what you think because it is it is energy. Mm. Um. Yeah, and I I think if you can if you can streamline as many avenues as possible into in into um yeah into into that field, write them down repeat them in the morning i know you used to do a journaling and 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 stuff like that yeah yeah can i mate, i mean look at the look at look at the amount of stuff you wrote down that, that's that's been fulfilled mm. i mean yeah it's unbelievable um and i think yeah, i think i think the common 
the common argument towards that is yeah, but write them down. Like I still have to do something to make mm. them. I still have to do something. Like I still have to, I still have to work hard to earn money. I still have to, like I still have to put the effort in. And I think that the hard thing I've always, I've always tried to explain is, for me, I don't think, like I don't think I do. Mm. I, I, know, I know you don't. I know. So I see in your, like, you, you never seem to set goals. You kind of. But in, yeah, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but, and I learned, like I, yeah. I encourage I encourage everyone to read a read Deepak Chopra's book Seven Spiritual Laws of Success because the one that I took the most out of was is is called the Law of Least Effort. Yeah, and it, which which sounds funny to the mind because the mind wants to put in work. It's it it it's been taught it's been taught success. It's been taught the roadmap for success, and it's want and it wants to follow it. To me manifestation is about trusting trusting that energy trusting the universe and the fact that you've put that intention out there i mean i've 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 been in situations where i've i've had massive debt i haven't had a job i've been like unemployed but it's 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 releasing that worry Mm. because the worry the worry that oh i'm not going to have another job I'm not going to have this. This isn't going to like all these things that I'm not going to get by thinking them, you're not going to get them. Yeah. And that's what manifestation is. The fear you still, you manifest fear just as much as you manifest goals. Yeah. So you have to relinquish the fear in order to manifest what you want. So for me, I've never had to worry about having things Mm. about having enough money, about having, about having objects, about having a job. Um, for me, work is the thing that I've been able to manifest into my life more than anything else. Mm. Um, yeah, I, 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 and I think the main thing is not one, not resisting. Um, yeah, and two, getting rid of the fear. Yeah, I think, I think fear, fear is a massive blockage on energy. Um, so for me, man, like yeah, once you once you realize that you that you can that you manifest your fears just as much as you manifest your goals, then why would you want to keep them around? Yeah, well, that's that's true because for me, I, my leap of faith was quitting my job and then stepping into the unknown uh, with the hope that I would. Well, well, for me, it wasn't the hope; it was the knowing that I was going to manifest something that was in line with what I wanted to do. So for most people, the situation for them is their fear is they lose the security of having income. They worry, I don't know if I'm going to find another job. They worry, what if it doesn't work out? So you're saying that worrying, you know, that that worrying in itself is stopping them from taking that leap, or if they were not only not only that, yeah. it will manifest. It will manifest. It will manifest yeah. itself. Correct. Yeah. So you can't take the leap until you know, <laughs> which which. I experienced it myself, like yeah. Until you know that everything's going to work out, until you do yeah, no longer have and a fear. Yeah, yeah. And that's the that's the leap, that's man. Because you can yeah. never you that you can never know. Like you have you have to you have to literally put your intention out, relinquish fear, and then mm-hmm. let it and then let it culminate in itself. Which is, I mean, that's that's a tough thing to do. That is a very tough thing to do. Well, we we've both done that. I remember your your <laughs> yeah. story was phenomenal. Can I, there's not we haven't got too much time left. But you want to explain that quick story to me about when you were in a situation with work and you had rent building and you, you I, yeah, it inspired me because then 
I was in a similar situation, nowhere near as, uh, as severe as your one. But do you remember that, you know, the, the story I'm referring to? My transition of jobs in yeah, Sydney? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a uh, Can you tell that, that one tough, quickly? That was a tough time. Yeah. I had, a, I had moved over to Sydney, had a job, wasn't really enjoying it. It was more just a path to move over here. So, yeah. so I had a, I had a house, so I had an apartment here and pretty bloody expensive to live in Sydney. Um, and I... I just thought I can't. I I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend my time in a job I don't enjoy anymore. So I quit. Um. And then I, I think that was a, that was a pretty big decision because obviously, I quit whilst having rent and no other form of income. Um. And then, just put my intention out, man. So what was, I was your like, rent? This is... Give people an idea. Like you're you're paying what? Was it two fifty a week rent? <laughs> three three hundred a week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Crazy, man. For a yeah. shoebox as well, man, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you just put your intention out yeah. there, man. I, th- I said, th- I said, this is the job that I want. This is the this is the type of this is the type of work I want to be doing. At, the, at that stage, I didn't really know. I didn't really know like the exact field of work I wanted mm. to do. I said, I wanted, to, I want to be doing something in this area, and I want to work with people that I enjoy working with. Um, and I applied for. I think I applied for two jobs, mm. and then I, <laughs> and then and then I just waited. <laughs> I just waited. I was unemployed for, I don't even think it was that long. I think it was like twelve days, twelve days, and then I ended up getting the I ended up getting the the one job that I wanted out of ninety six applicants, and to me that's like I'm not very I'm not I'm not I'm not the most well qualified person. To me that like that couldn't have been a coincidence. But and to me, it was just it was just yes. relinquishing the fear, it was like taking that leap, relinquishing the fear of the money will come. Like the universe, like to me, the universe provides what you need. Bare minimum, it will provide mm. you what you need. Um, and it did, man. It uh, it it came through for me. Yeah, man, it's just a phenomenal. <laughs> I, I yeah. Because I, I, I always find it funny talking about this though, because it sounds it sound like it like if I'm if if I was me back when I was like fifteen. Looking at me now, being like, "What the hell is he talking yeah. about?" True, true. And it's because <laughs> because I don't. You can't actually. You can't comprehend no. it. It sounds. It just sounds kooky until you actually experience it yeah, yourself. I agree. But the the piece of the the piece for me, for leaving something that you're not enjoying, and it's. I tell you what, it is, it's the illusion. It's the illusion that you're not in control. Yeah. To so me, true. someone someone might look at that that look at that and say. Man, I had I had a I had a bloody good paying job, you know. There's the fear of leaving. You're not going to get another one. It'd be less like less money. So so they so they they convince themselves that they don't have a choice. They convince themselves that this like I can't leave this job because of this 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 and this. So they justify the reasons why they have to stay rather than the reasons why they should be leaving. Yeah. And it locks them into this mentality where they don't have a choice anymore. When in reality, if you realize that there is, if there's, if there's no fear, all of a sudden, choices are, are limitless. Like you really, mm. you relinquish fear, and everything is within your control, and that is an amazing feeling. Mm. When you can go, I can quit this job. There is, and that's fine, with without fearing any, without fearing any any of the perceived risks that are associated with. You can you can weigh up, you can weigh up obvious risks. But risks that the mind generate based on fear, you can relinquish them in the in the knowing that things will be okay. Mm. 
it's just a it's beautiful it's a beautiful feeling i love that mate and i suspect that most people who are listening to this podcast are have, have probably experienced something like that or are going through something like that right now is maybe they do want to make a change but they're fearful of or they're creating excuses or creating reasons why they should stay in their current position so I, I, the whole reason for me is like starting this was, I, I want I want to help people take that leap as well, man. Because, you know, once you take it and once you've experienced, you know, once you experience that, what you went through and like kind of what I've gone through when, you have ultimate trust in, the power of, I call it the universe. If you just trust, have faith and trust, uh, that things are going to be okay, and that if you believe you've set the intention. Uh, as you did, and you let go of the outcome, everything just everything just works out. I I I definitely had roadblocks like throughout. I had a few times where I called you and I was like, "Man, I'm starting to like get a little bit because I have like anxious tendencies, man. I have like a little bit like, like shit. When's my next income coming? I'm getting a bit worried here. This has been like six weeks. I need to find a job soon. What if I don't get the job that I want?" Um, and I called you and you told me that story and it was like, damn, your situation was tough because if you didn't get a job in like within the week, you were, you were pretty much done. You're back home on the plane back home, no money left. Whereas I had a, I had a, I was living in a house where I wasn't, I didn't have to pay rent. I was like, yeah, I was spending money, but you know, not to the point where I was about to go bankrupt. Uh, Mm. so that, yeah, hearing you tell me that. uh, And I remember at the time I was like, fuck, okay. I'm just gonna feel this out and put put the trust and faith back into something higher higher at play. And when I did, it was only a matter of time. It was only a week after that conversation with you. Um, this job fortuitously came about, and I all of a sudden I'm now working, and I couldn't ask for a better job. Like it's it's exactly what I wanted to the T, if not more. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just yeah for me. And when when that that kind of stuff happens, man, it just reaffirms your belief already it just gives you more you know confidence the next time around uh, and i think i think the important thing is that i think you what you've demonstrated well is just paying attention to the moment mm-hmm. and don't taking yeah not taking anything as a as a coincidence people you meet they're meant you, you meet them for a reason so true you know what I mean? yeah the places places you go even 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 incidents that happen Man, people get so frustrated when something doesn't go to plan. Yeah, it was meant to be that way. So true. Pay attention to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Whatever it is. So pay attention to it, and that'll that'll uh, that'll guide you to whatever you're meant to be doing. Love it, mate. I think we'll leave it there for today's episode. That's uh, a good way to end, and I think you know people can take a lot away from that because, yeah, we. Ultimate faith and trust. It's all you need, mate. It's all you need. You can create anything you want. <laughs> oh, mate. That's worked for us. Yeah. Well, if, it works, if it can work for us, it can work for anyone, mate. That's, that's yeah, that's right. All right, mate. Good chatting with you again. Hey, you too, pal. Take care, mate. All right. Bye. See you, buddy. There we have it, guys. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the State Shifters podcast. Uh, we look forward to discussing with you again the next topic and if you really took value away from this episode it would mean a lot if you could uh, leave some feedback a rating or review on itunes would be great Uh, so enjoy the rest of your day and we'll chat again soon